What's up, guys? Travis D. here, one-third of the greatest faction in podcast history. Just for us on the JFW Podcast. Guys, this is part two of the uh, SCW Roundtable for the month of May. Uh, we're going to round it out. Um, hope you guys are enjoying these, and uh, I can't wait for life to go back to normal to where we could start releasing uh, some of the normal Just Freaking Wrestling podcast uh, as well. So, uh, again, these live pod beans for Southland Championship Wrestling are going to occur monthly, so we're excited to include that into our podcasting, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy them as well. So, let's go ahead and let's dive back in to Southland Championship Wrestling Roundtable. Brought to you by Just Freaking Wrestling. It's time! It's time! It's JFW I'm not going to lie, Podbean does have probably the dumbest music to um, use during an intermission or a break, but I guess it's better than uh, silence. I really don't know. Uh, we have a couple of new people coming in. Um, I see a lot of people came and gone. Um, hopefully they'll be back uh, here as we uh, continue on to part two. Adam, you said you'll call back in if you want to. Please feel free to do so. Uh, like I said, it's open to anyone calling in as long as you got headphones and everything to have the conversation with. Uh, it's just because of the echo. The echo is really weird to deal with. And um, it, uh, there were echoey moments in the past uh, month uh, episode that we did. And it just sounded really weird like when we released it onto a podcast. So that's the biggest thing. Just make sure you have headphones if you call in. Let's see what, uh, see what, let's see what Adam's up to. Adam, long Adam. time no call. Talk, man. man I know, uh, man. It's, it's, it's been a while. It feels like it's been forever. Yeah, I know, right? Right. Uh, we saw Bo. Bo popped in here for a moment. Hopefully, uh, he yeah, yeah, no, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping he'd hop on here, but I mean, we still got time, so you never know. Yeah, yeah, we're only an hour and a half in, so we got another hour and a half to go, so people get to uh, enjoy hearing me for at least another hour. So, hey, you know what? Too, I wanted, I wanted to point out, you were talking trash about the music and stuff. I was like, I was grooving, man. Like, I, like, I was digging it. There, there's some songs that are okay, but then there are other ones like I. I put it on, I ran, you know, got got an extra drink, uh, you know, went to the bathroom and stuff. When I came back, it sounded like some Barney bullshit was playing. I should really uh, pick and choose the right music to uh, to uh, go with the fans. But, hey, if you liked it, I'm, I'm okay with that. As long as the listeners are enjoying it, you know, that's too uh, I mean, it's not it's not something that I'd listen to every day, but, I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, I mean, if you would have got, like, some Metallica on there, I mean, I'd, I'd be... I'd be fine with that. You know what? I did a live stream uh, this morning for my other podcast, and one of the things we talked about was Podbean allowing us to pick our own music, you know, to put on here, to kind of upload it. Because I love, you know, the the indie band music that was sent to me by local uh, artists and stuff um, mm. that we interview on the other podcast. And I love using their music, man. If I could upload it onto Podbean and use as like intermission, it'd be so much easier than these weird like beats that they probably got free from somebody. Yeah, I would. I would figure like actual like you know music that you hear yeah. on the radio or or if you have mm -hmm. on your on your phone, whatever whatever the case may be. I, I think it'd be 
I think it'd be cool. But I mean, like me, I I I'm, I don't complain too much. I literally listen to everything. So yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned the interest in having uh, a JFW themed Adam Cage shirt, man. And I think uh, I think I'll talk to Dozer J and make that happen. Yeah, man. I I def- I definitely buy one. I'd, I'd wear it to the ring. Yeah, awesome. We'll uh, we'll we'll talk we'll talk personally when this is all said and done, and we'll uh, we'll figure out because because basically what we try to do, and I'm not sure if you got a chance to see the Angus or Andy Black shirts, but it's the JFW logo on the front, and then on the back it says your name, and then you know like a like a quote or something right underneath, like whatever you want to say. So we'll put that on there. And the cool thing is, your shirt would be the first one to have the new JFW logo. So, oh yeah, there you go, man. I'm, right? I'm looking forward to it. I, I've seen I've seen Ang- Angus walk around with the shirt on and stuff, so I, I've seen it. Right, and he hasn't worn it lately. I'm kind of upset by that. I figured he'd wear it constantly. Like that'd be new ring attire for him at that point. No, I mean he wears it backstage. Does he? Oh, yeah, he wears. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen him walking around. Hmm. See, I, I I wouldn't know that because I'm not allowed backstage, and I'm not sure why. Well, I should be you know, I should be allowed in the locker room. I, you gotta talk to the Sentinel, right. or, uh, or 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 Hunter. I don't I don't know, man. I mean, couldn't couldn't talk to me about it because I mean nobody listens yeah. to us anyway. So yeah, Hunter wouldn't let me in the back. He'd probably tell me there'd be no room for me, not enough room in the back <laughs> to travel. <laughs> but you know, uh, Adam. So you've been with SCW for a few years on and off and everything. Um, I want I want to ask your opinion on some of the uh, some of the local talent in SCW uh, that has been there. Uh, so I'm just going to give you a name. I just want to get your opinion on it. Okay. Simple. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, we already know James Creed, so we don't got to worry about him. Yeah. Uh, what about, what about JPH? How do you feel about JPH? Extremely talented. Right. Now, do you feel like, because I mean, I'm not sure if uh, you were there during the uh, rulers of wrestling era when uh, he was tagging with RK Savage. Yeah. Um, but I think he really kind of like came into his own, like when he kind of like went on his own, obviously these, the split, um, it wasn't a mutual thing. Um, I don't even think it was uh, JPH's decision. It was more RK Savage. And we saw the culmination of that um, at the I Quit match uh, on uh, Clifton a couple years back. Um, but JPH has to be, you know, a guy that, you know, could wear the Genesis title, could wear the SCW title. Um, mm-hmm. But you never you never actually faced JPH, right? Uh, or have you? And maybe I, I never got to see that match. No, I know I've I've never wrestled him. I don't think I've ever came in contact with him at all in the ring. But um, yeah, I mean, you go back to you know his tag team with uh, R.K. Savage and stuff. I mean, at that point, you know, both needed to go on their own. You know, mm-hmm. both of them are hell, uh, like great, great athletes. R.K. Savage and J.P.H. respectively. And um, you know, honestly, like I've always, ever since I first saw, you know. Um, JPH, I've I've always thought you know he could he could be heavyweight champion. He can't be. Um, now G, uh, JPH versus Max Holiday, I I would I would pay money to see that. Yeah, and we I mean we saw we saw JPH pick up a huge victory against Marche Rocket at the last SCW show. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think a lot of people were like you know and nothing against JPH, but I think a lot of people were pretty surprised to see about that victory. I mean, like Marche Rocket has been in this business for you know over a decade. You know, yeah. wrestling with Soul Touchers and having being managed by C Red, who we saw C Red make his uh, appearance back in SCW. Now the new manager of Elite Pain. Um, what, mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? How do you feel about C Red now coming back and managing uh, Elite Pain? Yeah, you know, it's the right person for the job. 
You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. C Red goes back to Windy City Pro Wrestling. You know, and uh, as well as Hunter and you know Marco and you know m- majority of the guys that you know that wrestle for Southland and stuff, they all go back to Windy City. So if there was anybody, probably besides, you know, I know this ain't this isn't going to happen again, but anybody besides Vanilla Gorilla, C Red's the man to to manage. You know, Lee Payne, because I mean, they'll, they'll be on, they're on, they'll be unstoppable. I don't know, unstoppable against Bullet for Bell C, yeah, but yeah. but to everybody else, they're unstoppable. Yeah. Well, you I mean you mentioned uh, Johnny Wild and everything. We saw his new tag team make a debut. Um, what do we think about? It? Do you think they uh, they could be some good competitors against a uh, a tag team of uh, Adam Cage and Bo? Well, you know, the funny thing is, um, since you mentioned Johnny Wilde, too, um, a lot of people may not remember this, but uh, before I left, there was a short short time where I was managed by Johnny Wilde. Oh, wow. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a very, very short time, and then I ended up leaving and stuff. So, um, yeah, the fa- uh, Johnny Wilde in Bulletproof LLC, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Right. Well, and uh, I know uh, last month uh, I was kind of talking to Bo Anderson uh, a little bit about maybe some new additions uh, to Bulletproof because we have seen some guys come uh, and you know as members of Bulletproof, but we really haven't seen them in a while. Uh, and I, I keep messing up his name, uh, Big Tully, Big Sully. I, I just can never remember what the Big name. Tully. Big, Big, Big Tully. Big Tully. Yeah. So we see we saw he was there, but now we don't see him anymore. We saw there was a, another guy you tagged with a few months back. That I missed that show, but like now he's gone. So, uh, what? Well, no, 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 go ahead. go ahead. Well, so I was gonna like, you know, like there, I mean, there seems to be maybe some openings in Bulletproof. I mean, like, I, you guys gotta be open to the idea of growing, uh, as, um, a group in SCW. And we just saw, um, um, the Amazon and, uh, Angus kind of come back together and now they, uh, Obviously, against the Sheik and against Bain X, maybe there's an opening for them in Bulletproof. You know, something somebody uh, of their talents available. Maybe Bulletproof could uh, get something out of that. Well, the situation with uh, Big Tully that um, I'm not necessarily uh, I don't necessarily know what happened there. Um, <laughs> one day, uh, like for a while, he was here, and then the next thing I know, he's gone. Um, and then we have um, Austin Fury. Um, which is super, super great. I mean, he's awesome. I mean, his in his in ring ability is second to none. It's it's insane what he can do in the ring. Um, but uh, I know I know he had a little bit of an injury and stuff. Um, I'm not gonna go into too many details about that. But I know Bo, uh, basically told him to take all the time he needs, you know, to heal up and and stuff. So, um. Seeing him back in the ring and back with Bulletproof LLC, that, that'd be great. Uh, he's a great talent. Um, but if you're asking um, who would I wouldn't mind seeing in Bulletproof LLC, yeah. I think Bo. Yeah. I think Bo said it last time. Um, I if you know what if he sees the light and stuff because he's been around, you know, for a long time. Um, there's actually two people, but uh, the first one I could see is it wouldn't mind is Doc Blaylock. Can you imagine that? Bulletproof oh, Doc Blaylock. I mean, it, he's just got to break away from his, you know, his, you know, uh, his, uh, uh, his kid who's, who's like basically sponging off him. Um, and then another, and then another one I wouldn't mind seeing is Marche Rocket. 
You know, I, I've been in the ring with Marche. I know what he's capable of, and I know what he could bring to the table for Bulletproof LLC. And I've, I've told Bo many times, you know, that Marche uh, would be great and thrive in Bulletproof LLC. And I know Bo has talked to him, but I, I, I don't know what was said in that conversation. Yeah. Uh, Steve went ahead and uh, mentioned that Sergeant Brooks would be a great addition to Bulletproof. Uh, and uh, Amy, which, hey, Amy, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, she also uh, agrees with you on bringing uh, Austin, Austin Fury back. Now, uh, you see, the- Sergeant Brooks, I, 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 I mean, I, I've talked to Sergeant Brooks. Mm-hmm. I've talked to him about coming in. It'd be, it'd be, great, it'd be great to see Sergeant Brooks with Bulletproof. And you know what, based off our... Uh, Based off our conversation and stuff, it kind of seems like he, he, he he's interested in doing it, you know. I, but, you know, Sentinel has to bring it back to, you know, Southland. And the way I figure, too, is, you know, Sentinel got wind that he's in talks with Bulletproof LLC, and you haven't seen him lately, have you? Yeah. Hunter says, who is this sergeant? Like, you don't know. Um, We see, uh, I saw Jimmy and uh, Sassy IT, or Sassy It, uh, Came on, so like, hey guys, thank you all for being here. Hey, um, Keith, my man, my buddy Keith is on. Keith is here. Keith, yeah, he is, is here. Um, he is here. Right, right. I mean, and this and this is great. You know, it's it's bulletproof making the time for me. You know, and that and that that's an honor for JFW. I know you guys are busy, uh, even in this uh, pandemic. You know, still traveling and doing business. You know, mm-hmm. safely. I do. You know, yeah. You know, we do, you guys doing it in a safe way. Um, I gotta say though, I am a little bit jealous because I had heard rumors that Steve had an opportunity to hang out with you guys on private planes and stuff, but uh, I, I I think Travis Steve's invite might have got lost somewhere. Well, you know, Steve he uh, he reached out to us and stuff, and you know he 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 pretty much sees what we see as far as like the Sentinel go goes and what uh, Keith can bring to the table as president commissioner. Um, uh, he that which which is a job he shouldn't have lost in the first place. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he reached out to us and, you know, he just started hanging out with us and stuff and he has some ideas, you know, for Bulletproof LLC and, uh, you know, so he, he, he's, he's helped us as much as we helped him as well. So, I mean, we could do the same thing for you, man. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta come to us, you know? I'll, 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 I'll keep that, uh, you know, I'm going to make a note about that. I'll remind that in the future if I, if I ever, uh, Need a uh, need a guy's uh, time away and stuff like that. I'm gonna. Oh, the best place to go with us is Vegas. You know, he knows. I've never been to Vegas. It would be definitely a trip uh, that I need to do. Oh, neither have I until I joined Bulletproof LC, and it's a it's a it's an experience. Trust me. I I couldn't imagine what Vegas would be like with like Steve Keith, Bo, and Adam Cage. I mean, that just it seems like it seems like a time in my life that uh, I probably won't remember the next day. Oh, you'll 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 still remember it. Regardless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll still remember. Ask Steve. He said the same thing, and then I asked him the next day. I was like, "So, do you remember everything?" And he said, "I absolutely do." So he oh, knows. Uh, Steve, uh, I I need you to call in, man. You said you're going to uh, call in. Get your headphones on. Plug that shit in. Give me a call, um, Hunter. You know you're more welcome to call in too if you like. I I still haven't seen Sentinel pop by, so maybe he just. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't want to give me the time of day anymore. He's uh, I, I think he's still a little upset about the uh, last episode, which ironically he he walked out of uh, kind of just like he did the uh, last couple SCW shows. Now, now, what kind of professional, you know, says that he's going to show up on a show, which he mm-hmm. does, 
and then can't take criticism and basically storms off the podcast just like he does at the shows. What kind of professional is that? I know, right? It's like it's like you he know? can't say like he can't take criticism. Like I get criticized by people all the time, and I I just don't walk away. I don't tuck my tail and uh and flee. I mean, it's well, you know, I I, well, I that's I what he to. likes. That's what he likes to say for bulletproof LLC too. You know, um, he pretty much says that, you know, we're not professional and um, we basically, you know, tuck our tails between our legs and, you know, run away, which is which is not the case. Well, not once have you ever seen Bulletproof LLC act like they're above anybody and Sentinel not showing up to this podcast and, you know, still being butthurt of what happened last time. He's, you know, he thinks he's above everybody else. He thinks he thinks that his presence um, makes the show. No, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. You know, but you know that's a, that's just my opinion, and some people support that and and know it. But there's some people out there, you know, that's still brainwashed. Yeah. Well, uh, lucky for us, we got Steve on. What's going hey. on, brother? What's How going on, man? Doing? Uh, doing good, man. You know, Missouri opened up, so I'm living my best life now. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> we're still sheltered here in Illinois. Yeah, I was I, I was in Chicago the past couple of days. I I know. Oh, you're at the you're at the Chicago branch the last couple of days working. Yeah, I had I had to, I had to take the shift for uh, Bo Bo couldn't make it yesterday. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. I've had a little time off. It's been nice from Bulletproof, you know. Yeah, you know, man. Like I said, you got you got to do what you got to do. You got to take care of the family and stuff. That's what we're all about, you know. You know, when you know, Travis, you got to understand this. When you're good to bulletproof, bulletproof is good to you. Well, I, I just, I didn't want, I don't want to be that guy who, like, you know, asks for the things. You know, like, I, I don't want to go to him like, hey, bulletproof, you have a plane, right? I really want to go to Vegas because I, I just never, feel like I'm. I never did that. I know. I just, I, I just, I, I always feel that, like, you know, you need a certain level in your life to be part of like a bulletproof like event or trip. And I just, I just felt like maybe I just wasn't quite there yet. You know, I still gotta, I still gotta earn that bulletproof respect. Now I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, and I, I, I'm, I'm a little ashamed to admit it, but I've, I was never a fan of bulletproof back in the day. Hey, and um, honestly, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't either until I started seeing what was going on with the Sentinel, and I started talking. You know, I was one of biggest Bose, you know, Bose. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> Bose Bose, I love that. Yes, and then <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, that could be, a, that could be a rap single. <laughs> yo yo yo, Bose foes. <laughs> but no, you start you start evolving. You see what's going on, and it's not right. And that's how I, you know, became got involved with them. Well, Steve's, you know, you got to think too. Me and Steve actually struck up a relationship after you know the whole revolt um, uh, formation. Yes, I was. And then once, and then once. Yeah, and then and then once you know the, the whole thing with the revolt, you know, just went you know downward spiral, you know, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I actually talked to Steve too, and he was like, well, why don't you think about uh, going to Bulletproof? And I'm like, well, I mean, that's an idea. And then like not not long after that, that's when Bo, you know, contacted me, like you know, think about what we could do. And so yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great company. So many people down it because they want to be a part of it, and they just can't. That that's just how it is. Well, I think that's I think that's a problem with uh, with Neeser too. I mean, he's been calling me out and you know, oh, it'd, stuff. It'd be great to have a, a gold medalist at Bulletproof. It'd be awesome. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. But you know, I mean, you don't have to call me out. I mean, you just got to you know message me on you know 
Facebook or something. And, you know, we can yeah. we can make a meeting happen. He just needs to see the light, you know. You know, need to see what's happening bulletproof. It's great. Yeah, I I, I love Neeser, but he just he's so uh, behind like Sentinel. Like he's almost blinded by everything else. Well, sometimes you know, sometimes that happens when you put faith in a leader. And Neeser knows. Neeser knows how evil Sentinel is. He just don't want to admit it yet. You know, another thing I wanted to ask uh, Neeser when he was on here, too, and it just it slipped my mind, but I now just remembered it. What is Patriots of Hope's problems with Bulletproof LLC? No, that's has, any, uh, has, has, has anybody noticed that? I mean, we've been in multiple matches that had no involvement with them whatsoever, and then suddenly they're sticking their nose in our business. You know, it cracks me up when they come out and they cheer in the USA, and it's like, hey, we're all from the USA. What the <laughs> hell? Well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I see Sergeant Brooks say that Cage needs a title shot. I 100% agree. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, Sergeant Brooks, we'd have a sergeant in arms would be great for bulletproof. Mm-hmm. He'd be a presence, oh, yeah. presence to the ring. You know, great security mm-hmm. too. Yes. When when was the last time bulletproof had a title shot? Uh, that would be last year August. That's, that's a little too long. You know? for, for 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 tag for tag titles, I think my last uh, I think my last title shot was January, I believe, which uh, I, I kind of got screwed out of. But we're not going to go into that. And I think yeah. Bose was a month or two before that. It's just that's just how SCW does it. They screw bulletproof. I don't care what anybody says. It's not crying. It's just the truth. And when people speak the truth, they get called, oh, you're crying and you're whining. No, that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. People people just don't understand. I mean, people just don't understand, you know. And they're, they're, they're drinking the Sentinel's Kool-Aid, which, in my opinion, tastes like cat piss. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I still believe that uh, Bulletproof does need to be on the uh, the posters, the advertisements for the show. Listen. and. Well, you know that's a that's another thing too, and not to cut you off, Steve, but that, or, or Travis, but but that's another thing too that I've uh, that I heard Max uh, Holiday say. You know, anybody everybody's whining about not being on the on the poster, but you know what, man? I mean, he he's a guy who's on the poster all the time, so mm-hmm. I mean, he's not he's not going to be complaining or anything like that, or nor needs he. He's Max freaking uh, he's Max Holiday. You know what I mean? He's yeah. awesome, yeah. you know. If there was one time, there was one time where I got, uh, there was one time I got compared to Max Holiday. It's like, you know what? I I know Steve has his problems with Max and stuff like that, but I don't have a problem with them. So if anybody was like, "You're just like Max Holiday," it's like, uh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, Max Holiday is pretty cool. He's the current three-time heavyweight SCW champion. Yeah, oh, and, uh, yeah, he, he he's there for a reason. I mean, like I said, I know Steve has his problems with him and stuff, but me personally, I don't have a problem with him. Yeah, it goes back to the ARW days. I can't let it go. I think Steve's more upset about how much I put him over than he is actually upset about the guy himself. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, with your guys' conversation, I did feel a little dirty just listening to it. I know I was getting freaked. You know, I was getting freaked out by. It. I was like, "What the hell? What's going got, on with, when nobody's around with these two? But you got, you got to, you, you, know, does, send, you have to understand. Max, like, put the belt on like Shawn Michaels did in Playgirl or something for. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got to understand. You have to understand where I'm coming from uh, as a wrestling fan. Like, I mean, like for you guys, it's a little different. Like, you guys get to you know live. 
in the pro wrestling world. I mean, and Steve, it's a little bit different for I'm, you because I'm you're not fan. you're not a wrestler. You are a fan, but you you've had the ability to meet like all these independent wrestlers, even back to the Windy City days. Like for me, like you know, like I was a kid watching my cousin do LWF. I, I had a little bit behind the scenes when I worked for Elite Pro, but I never had a chance to actually talk to the wrestler. So, like, like this moment in my life, and it's weird to say, like, at, you know, at 29, 30, I'm going to be 31. Like, this is my time where I get to actually meet, like, these wrestlers and have, like, that mark out moment. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing to mark out so much to wrestlers being 30 years old. But I never got a chance to do this shit like as a kid. Like I never got to that like holy shit Hulk Hogan moment. That, that was never oh, brother. That was- brother, I am I, I am forty four years old. I've only had two mark out moments in my whole life. One was last year when Terry Allen walked into that freaking SCW arena. Mm-hmm. No one else knew who he was in that crowd, and I just marked out. And on uh, ten nineteen nineteen, I got to meet the Godfather Sam Becerra. Yeah, those are my two so- mark out moments. And see, like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still kind of hot a little bit about the Sam Becerra thing because I've I ran into him uh, before before like the whole thing with the Godfather thing ran, oh, went down and stuff. But uh, uh, he used to work with my dad for the no for shit, the city right? of Chicago. Yeah, he used to work with my dad for the city of Chicago, and um, I ran into him and uh, he didn't remember me, but he remembered my sisters. <laughs> so. <laughs> but- so I'm a little, I'm a little hot about that still. Yeah, but but as a thing, like that conversation I had with Max Holiday was today, like on the show. That's the first conversation I ever had with Max Holiday. It was still and a little I, creepy though. It, I, I'll say, <laughs> like I said, I'll admit it. I marked out way fucking hard. But I mean, like it's like like regardless of like being the host of the uh, of the wrestling podcast and meeting people here and there. I get, I always I always mark out when I meet somebody new. I'm like when I met uh, when I had when I got a chance to sit down and talk to Hunter Payne for the first time when we started this for the Southland Championship Wrestling. I I mean I remember him as Balthazar back in Elite Pro and even yeah. back then like I mean I have DVDs of Elite Pro Wrestling with Hunter Payne in them and I'm the camera guy doing his entries. I never got a chance no to talk with them back then, back when he was. Uh, <clears throat> when he was with uh, Nightbreed or even when he was with uh, Cash Inc., you know, and stuff like that, I never got a chance to actually talk with him. But I got to see some of his matches. And the fact and when I got to meet him, I was like, holy shit, you know, Hunter Payne, Balthazar, like this is a guy that I remember watching back in the day, and I'll get to meet him again now. Now, well, you know, after a while, like, you know, that, that mark-out feeling, it goes away a little bit because you get to know him a little bit. And now, obviously, you know, old age and fat jokes are our thing, which is cool. But I mean, my first my first conversation on my podcast was with the heavyweight SCW champion. I mean, realistically, that was my first time ever talking to an SCW heavyweight champion who still had the title at the time. So yes, a little creepy, marked out like way too much. I'll admit that, but you know what? I'm not ashamed of it because I'm a wrestling fan at heart, and I will mark out when I meet wrestlers like that. Um, and I and I I hate the fact that it's like you said, and I agree with you 100. When Terry came out and you freaked out. I wish I knew who that guy was, but oh, I never brother. got a chance. I never got a chance to live that Whitney City uh, time frame. I never. I, I never honestly, I, uh, I was. I was there. I was there. Uh, I know. I know how Steve feels. I was there. I didn't get to go to hardly. I didn't get to go to none Windy City, but that's when the internet was. You know, and that's how I followed them. Yeah. I never got Windy, to go Windy City. Windy City. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I never got to go up to Chicago. You know, the, where they went. But I would follow. They were, you know, the premier independent 
you know, you got guys today that came from Windy City that are, you know, like Hunter and, you know, yeah, Ivan, they're still around. Mike Anthony, Terry Allen. Steve you know, they're, still, they're still, you know, Austin Roberts, Marchette, you know, they're still kicking ass. Yeah, and like I was going to say, too, I mean, Windy City is, like, uh, it's, it's not the main reason, probably maybe the second most influential um uh, Thing on my life that made me want to become a professional wrestler because I lived on the south side where um, where Windy City uh, ran ran the shows and stuff and like I said but Sam Sam Cerro used to work with my dad so we used to get tickets all the time we were there almost every show nice you know and and I and like I said I remember Hunter Payne as Balthazar I remember seeing that I remember Austin Roberts as a bad you know I remember seeing Steve Foss. You know, I remember seeing Ivan Manson. So it's like being in the locker room with those guys now, um, on a professional level and stuff. It's it's it, it's crazy to think because me at five years old going to Windy City pro wrestling shows, I would have never have thought that. Right. Yeah. See, I, I, I never, know. I never got to Travis, do that. Travis, yeah, you're talking about meeting wrestlers, marking out. Yeah. Let me tell you. The, let me tell you a quick story about uh, meeting Hunter Payne. I started going to Southland about 2014. This is when they are <laughs> legends. Okay. About a year, about a year, less than a year after that, they lost whatever was going on Legends. So they started going to Shabans, was five minutes from my house. Yeah. You know, after the show, I'm, you know, we're starting to meet people. And there's this guy just, just sitting in a corner. No one's talking to him. And he's like, I'll give you an autograph. I'll give you an autograph. And no one's talking to him. He's like almost crying. I said, sir, are you okay? He said, well, I'm Hunter Payne. I have no fans. I said, I'll start to be your fan, sir. <laughs> and he paid me like 10 bucks. So I took it, you know. <laughs> Fat guy's got to eat, so, you know. <laughs> you know, it seems like people have come around today, but, you know. He, he'll lie and say, no, that didn't happen, but, you know. And I had, one, one other time, I he tried to call me in the ring, and I put my hand on the ropes, and security kicked my ass out. But, you know, I was just trying to give him back his 10 bucks. He looked like he needed it. I have one, I have one Mark moment, and this was uh, 2014, I believe. Uh, for uh, Chicago style wrestling, and I was I was training with them, and um, they had Jake Roberts come in, and they had oh, me yeah. and this one yeah they had me and this one other guy uh, pretty much follow him wherever he went and stand by him in his autograph sessions and stuff, and you know we got to talk to him for a little bit. Super cool guy. Bo has a different opinion on him, but super <laughs> super cool guy, you know. But um, yeah, I had kind of I kind of had a little bit of a mark out moment there, and then so the other one was when I went to WrestleMania 32, I believe. It was in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and HBK, McFoley, and Steve Austin came out. So that was, that was, that was, that was awesome Good to be there live, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, was, like, yeah, see, and I get it. You know, like, you know, maybe my markout moment wasn't as spectacular as your guys's, but <laughs> hey, can't, can't go back in time now. It happened. <laughs> It will forever be uh, etched in uh, JFW history. Now, you know. Well, let me ask you this, Travis. Let me let me let me let me ask you this. Actually, Uh, so let's let's say, for example, you're a wrestler. Okay. What is your dream match? Past and present. Who would you want to wrestle? Like overall, like WWE or just independent? It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. WWE. I mean, past or present doesn't matter. If okay, so if I could pick one person that I could wrestle, um. You know, it's it's hard, but I would either want to wrestle. Uh, I would want to wrestle like uh, like ninety seven Sting. 
or yeah. or I'd want to wrestle like if, honestly like I, I want to talk independent. So if I was if I was wrestling anyone independently, I would actually want to wrestle my cousin uh, Acid. Just because uh, I think I think uh, having like that family feud would make a great story in the independence, and um, he's just really really good at what he does. Was he an LWF or something or elite or? Yeah, so uh, so my so so my cousin he wrestled. He started out on LWF, uh, the Lunatic Wrestling Federation, which I actually right. bought the uh, LWF book. It was on uh, either Is Amazon or Audible. My cousin, Animal. Amazon's got it too. Yeah, yeah. The, I, the book was book? great. Yeah, the, I love the book. It's uh, to sit there and like learn, like to read, like the history about it and everything, and like Billy Whack and uh, even like some of the old wrestlers, like Charcoal Supreme and stuff like that. And it actually has a brief uh, chat. There's a chapter where my cousin is in it and discussing like him showing up at the school and learning and stuff like that. And I remember talking to my cousin about how like he used to ride his bike. Uh, for miles to get to the school to do training and stuff, and oh wow, he he's, I, he and I know there was uh, between the LWF and uh, Elite Pro, there was time in between where he wrestled, but we never met to those shows. I only went to a few LWF shows that he wrestled at, but Elite Pro Wrestling, he owned it. He was the owner of Elite Pro Wrestling. Oh no shit! Um, and he ran the school with um, Jay Jensen and the Tomaselli brothers. So, oh, okay. so for nine nine months, uh, I had the opportunity to be trained by my cousin, by Jay Jensen, and um, uh, Sal and Vito Tomaselli. I don't think Brandon was there too much when I was there, but I mean, I got to, I got to be trained by these guys and got to learn like you know, the, you know the ropes, if you will, you know the bumps and the ropes and suplexes and stuff like that. For some reason, I can never I never understood forearms. I can never fucking do forearms to this day. I still can't do a fucking forearm. <laughs> but everything else I learned, and you know, you, you sit there and you learn how to do, sh- like how to, how to, uh, how to perform a move, also how to take a move, you know. And um, I don't know what happened to the class that uh, I was part of. I don't think any of them really wrestle anymore. Uh, if they do, I can't find them. And I know I tried searching for them to get them on the podcast. <coughs> um, but uh, I know one of them, I saw one of them wrestle at uh, Hidden Cove in Bourbonnais years ago. Was that for uh, Chicago South Southland or uh, I could I I couldn't tell you the name of the company. This was Van, this was like, Vanguard used to go to hit. Well, then, if it was called Hidden Cove, it was Van uh, Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, it was still called, it. Yeah. yeah, it was still called Hidden Cove at this time. Uh, he went he went as uh, John E. Cash. That was his wrestling name. Hunter may not because um, Hunter Russell for Vanguard. Hunter probably does because because uh, Johnny Cash, he was a referee. He had a dark match at some of the shows that uh, Hunter was on. Um, but, I mean, there was a uh, JPH met uh, Bray Wyatt one time and almost uh, almost by accident. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. So, so uh, there was Johnny Cash. There was Ryan Projects. Uh, there was Kimberly Cash. She was in the school with me. And she was the manager of uh, Cash Inc. with Balsazar and uh, Trauma. I, his name wasn't Trauma in Elite Pro, but it's Trauma from Team Dammit. Or so, yeah, Team Dammit. Uh, with Willie. Fucking Willie the Bomb. I remember watching Willie back in 08. You know, in uh, New Breed Wrestling Alliance down in, uh, oh, God, what the hell is that town? Ran, uh, wasn't that down in Rantoul? No, no, one def- it was wherever that uh, Lion's Den uh, store is at. That's a um shit. I I'm not gonna say where I know that. That's Buckley yeah. Loda. 
Luckily, that's luckily, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay if you know. I mean, well, it's, it's the only place like you know you're hitting the exit when you see lions. Then, like right there. So I thought that was, uh, you know, lions did just, yeah. just hear the tire screech. As soon as you right. see it. Well, I just, I, I just seen out here on here. Hunter said, "Oh my God, dude, you're foolish." It's true. I'm sorry. It's just true. <laughs> I didn't mean to bust you out, but hey. I, I still love. I don't like you, but hey, I got respect for you. But you know, you needed some fans. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but uh, but yeah, no. So so there was a John, there was Johnny Cash, Kimberly Cash, Ryan Projects. There was a guy. We called him Brett Michaels because he looked like Brett Michaels. I can't remember what his name he wrestled as. But um, there was a referee, I believe, at GPW, and I I hate that I can't remember his name. Uh, shorter guy. He was uh, at the school. Um, Chuck Martino. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I he's a rebel. Yeah. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm messing with y'all. <laughs> uh, Chad Norris. Chad Norris was there in the school. Um, Eddie. Uh, Eddie, uh, the guy who owns um, Northern Lights Wrestling out in uh, Godley. He was in okay. a wrestling school with me. That, we actually. The Cobra <clears throat> was down there for a while. Newbreed. I thought he was. Newbreed. The Cobra was at Newbreed Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, was was down there a few times, I believe. Well, yeah, he managed uh, Team Dammit with uh, William Trauma. Yep. And then uh, there was the uh, I can't remember the the, the 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 family who was a new breed. I can't remember the last name, but it was like uh, it wasn't Thomas. It wasn't Thomas Sully because it was the Thomas Sully brothers. Um, but anyways, there was like the Godfather and all that stuff down there. Cool. It, I mean, I love new breed wrestling. It was a small venue, but I mean, I, I met I met Tracy Smothers there before I even knew who Tracy Smothers was. Because I was a kid back then, never thought about like you know I'd never looked into classic wrestling and stuff until you know like mid twenties. But I met Tracy Smothers. Uh, I saw Willie there and Elite Pro before I saw him part of the family. Uh, C Red, and it's just cool to watch you know as SCW and DWA and ARW like all these guys that I saw back in the day that I never gave a second thought to until I saw him again. I was like, holy shit, like, I remember him wrestling at my cousin's show, you know, oh, all this yeah. stuff. Um, there was a guy, uh, Corporal Robinson, he was a Juggalo Championship Wrestling uh, Champion. Yes, yes. Um, I met him a couple of times, and he's, I mean, he, he was a pretty cool dude to me. I mean, I'm not sure how, like, he really is. Like, he was just being nice, which I've met a lot of wrestlers, and they never really are just nice to be nice. They're just kind of like themselves when you have, when you're the guy putting up the ring or you know hanging off flyers and stuff like that. To them, you're in the business, so just be who they want to be. You know, not to cut you guys off, but my I got to get back to work. My break is over. Oh, yeah, man. So uh, you know, I'm being paid by this your tax dollars here in the state of Illinois. So <laughs> I'll I'll continue to look at my phone, but I got to get off phone, and get back in, guys. Ah, right, man. Well, I appreciate you stopping in. All right, have a good one, guys. It was a good time talking to you, man. All right, bye bye. Right. Um, but yeah, no. Anyway, so yeah, that, that's my independent uh, life, man. I mean, what? I mean, I would, I would love to face, uh, I would love to face my cousin. I mean, I, 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 I've asked my cousin numerous times, like, come to an SCW show, man. Like, it would be fun just to watch the wrestling with you. And I'm pretty sure, like, I, I mean, he, I mean, I talked to Hunter. Hunter knows my cousin and a couple other people, and it's always weird, like, when I mention him because I don't want people to think like I'm name dropping him, but. It's my only way to kind of explain, like, how I'm in the wrestling business. Like, oh, well, my cousin did this and did that and stuff. But, right. yeah. What about you? Who, who, who's your dream matches against? Well, I mean, man, there, there's honestly so many. 
Like you could you could name off Bret Hart, you could name off um you could even name put Steve Boz in there. He's the one who trained me and I never mm-hmm. got to wrestle him. You know. Um you could put Undertaker in there. You could you could, there's so many names, but probably the top top name is probably Bret Hart. Yeah. One hundred percent. Just the way just the way he worked and stuff, it's just, it's just I I think it'd be a good match, in my opinion. See, I, I can see you wrestling like a Bret Hart. I don't think I could have a good match with Bret Hart, even though I think Bret Hart could have a good match with anybody. For me, it's like, like I I know my wrestling, uh, like what my wrestling uh, uh, move set is. It's more like powerhouse stuff. You know, I think like you know suplexes and stuff like that. Like that's who I think I see myself as. Um, actually, I would love to have like a match against Yokozuna or Bam Bam Bigelow, Vader, like a bigger guy. <laughs> I would love like a bigger guy match. Hunter Payne, I'd love. I'd, I would love to wrestle Hunter Payne one day. I think that'd be a good match to do. I'll I lose. Mean, but... Vader, 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 Vader was stiffer than an oak tree, man. I mean, oh god. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean when, the, when, fa- when, the when, fact when, that the fact that Shawn Michaels came out alive after some of those after a reputation alone with Vader being stiff is just yeah. man. What, what was it? I think it was Stan Hansen that popped his eye out socket. The pop Vader's eye out socket. I think it was Stan Hansen. Yeah, it was Stan Hansen um, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, like, and the fact that he just pushed it back in and continued with the match. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just it, it's just one of the things. Like, I mean, like, I I remember I remember when I was in school, and I took a forearm for the first time, and um, I don't know any of you guys out there who ever wrestled my cousin, but maybe you guys can kind of vouch for this. Uh, there were two things that my my cousin did. Um, I'm not sure if he just did it just to me or this is how he wrestled in the ring. Um, chops, and knife edge chops, and uh, forearms were really stiff, and he like really laid them in because you you want to get that impact, you want to get that sound off of it. Um, he gave me my first forearm ever, and it knocked me out on my feet for two seconds. Like I lost two seconds of my life when he fucking did it. And it was my own fault because I leaned into it, I flinched, so it was me. It wasn't anything he did because he said, "Don't flinch." Well, it's 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 one of the things like when you never experience something like this, your body's gonna react the natural way it knows how to react. So when he right. went and gave me a forearm, I kind of you know I twitched into it instead of him hitting the pocket, he hit me in the side of the head and just knocked me out. I, and I was standing. There was like two seconds I don't remember, but um, yeah, you 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 clearly haven't been chopped by Hunter or uh, Marche or anybody. I'm gonna say that my cousin has a worse chop. Maybe not. Maybe not now. Maybe back in the day. But I mean, there were there were. Uh, like I said I got videos of Elite Pro down in the uh, down uh, in my living room, and um, you know I was watching like you know when he was teaming with. Uh, oh God, what the hell is his name? Now I feel bad not remembering it. But it was it was Team War. Um, it's not Sin. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyways, uh, but there was a uh, he did a knife edge chop to somebody from. Um, uh, NWA Mid South, I think. That I mean, like you just hear it echo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's right, yeah. Just, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Hunter, you did not drop me with a little forearm. No, no, he's talking about I, me. He's, he's talking about me at the restaurant. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> no, okay. He, it's, it's, he, he's talking about me because he did. No, because what, the first time, the first time he chopped me was in the beginning of my beginning when I first started. I was probably about 165, 70 pounds, mm-hmm. and he he gave me one, 
and I probably stopped breathing probably for like a couple seconds. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was a dumb one that uh, asked to step in the ring, and I mean, like it's, it's one of the things. Like, I just wanted a bump because I remembered bumping, and this, just, just uh, the ring I got taught in sucked. It was so hard, it was ridiculous. But I was like, you know, I just want to bump. I just want to get in the ring. I want to run the ropes. I want to bump a little bit. And in my mind, it was like, you know, fuck it, let's do a little more. I'm like, Hunter, let me take a shorter tackle. Dumb move, <laughs> dumb fucking move. Because I right. thought I, I thought I was a like a like a sturdy kind of guy. Like now, I mean, like I mean, running into hunters like a brick fucking wall, and it just like I was like it's like oh you know we're just gonna bounce off each other. It's gonna be one of those big like big show Mark Henry moments. Not one bit. Yeah. It was like it was like Evan Bourne running into Bar, uh, Braun Strowman, just bouncing <laughs> the fuck off. Like uh, I, he, like I said, man, I, I I've been there, brother. Like I said, I mean it, he he's. He's he's a brick wall, you know. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. like I said yesterday in Bo's uh, live feed on Facebook, you know, he's he's an old oak tree, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it needs to get chopped down, but I mean, if you run at it full force, you know. So, yeah, I'm excited to meet Jimmy at the uh, wrestling school. I, I mean, I, I started a new job when he started training, and I'm excited to meet him. I hear he's a big dude too. Um, but no, and I, like I said, like, I remember Hunter as Balthazar back in, um, the elite pro time. Like that's where I first met him. And I honestly didn't know that him and Hunter Payne were the same person when I met because I remember Balthazar being I mean, big dude, still big fucking dude. But it's like, it's like, uh, it was Balthazar was like, if you were to look at test from WWF and Hunter's like, like a brawn in WWE. And that's like the body difference that I remember from 2008, 2009 to 2019, 2020. You know, I went through I went through a bunch of stuff in my dad's basement um, mm-hmm. this past uh, this past week, and I found I found a few Windy City programs and yep. stuff. And I, yep. you know, I see I, I saw pictures of you know Hunter and stuff as uh, Balthazar, and it's just compared to what he is now, he's so freaking small. You right. know. Big dude, but still, like I mean, like the body structures are like night and day, you know. And, and it's but still, I mean, like because I, 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 Hunter, I don't know how tall you are six four, six five. I want to guess somewhere in there, maybe taller. Yeah, he's about six four. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big fucking dude, you know. And I'm like, I always thought my, I always saw myself as a big fucking dude. I'm six two. I'm well over three fifty, fat fuck, but still big fucking dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, I'll just take a short attack from Hunter Payne. How bad could it fucking be? Like I said, you know, like, you know, no, it was fucking horrible. And then I was like, yeah, you know, put me in the corner, you know, fucking, you know, you know, fucking, you know, throw some shit at me. And he did. Dropped. Like, I was like, yeah, no, it's, it, it was a cool feeling to have those moments back that I missed so long ago. But maybe I should have just started smaller with like a, like a Max Blaylock or a James Creed and built myself up to like a, a Hunter Payne. Like I'm not you saying. Good. I, mean, I was gonna say, like, I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure a knife edge chopped from anybody of any size fucking hurts. But again, yeah, yeah, small, yes, they're small. Work your way up. You got to be honestly, like, especially stepping in the ring with anybody. You have to be sincerely, mentally prepared on what you're going to endure. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that's what I try to explain to anybody that tries to say, you know, oh, you know, it's fake, and you know, you don't get hurt, and, and I'm like, my ass, I don't get hurt. 
You know, I, I mean, back in um, back in 2018, when I first came back, my second match back was against Hunter. And, you know, we're having, and we, we were having a great match. You know what I mean? And then he picked me up and dropped me for an atomic drop and my, my knee went out, you know? So if that, if, if, so if you, if you get injuries like that, you know, and, or, or worse, you know, like a broken leg, a broken arm, broken back, neck, whatever the case may be, it, it's not fake. It's not fake whatsoever. You know, that's why, I, that's why I tell anybody, even like, you know, some people, you know, training, like I, like a couple of days ago, I had somebody from Oregon. I don't know how they found me or knew who I was, but I found somebody from Oregon messaged me and it was like, so like, can you give me advice? You know, cause I'm going to start training once the stuff ends. I was like, you have to be mentally prepared to what you're going to endure because it's not soft. It's not, it's not ballet. You know, you're going to get hard and hit hard, you know? Yeah, the one the one thing that I I got out of uh, training when I went through it, and I still even to this day I regret uh, not choosing wrestling over the job I had at the time because the job I had at the time definitely I mean money's important. You need to have a job to get through the independent business. I know that. Oh, oh yeah, it's fucking Hunter. Okay. Oh shit, I'm gonna bring him on. It's gonna be awesome. Hey Hunter, thanks for calling in. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Um, I'm going to get to you, but I want to finish the story real quick before I kind of bring you in and talk. No um, sweat. The one, I appreciate it. The one thing I learned from the wrestling business uh, when I got into it, and I, I knew, like, even before going to the class, um, that it was going to be hard. My my cousin never, like, sugarcoated anything, and he was up for an ass about it. And he was talking to me at 17 years old. He's like, you know, I'm starting to pro wrestling. We're starting to school. I want you to come in. I want you to be part of the first class and everything. And I put it off for two years. And that's me. That's, that's laziness on my part. And I can, I can admit that 100% even to this day. But when I did get into it, he explained to me, it's going to be hard. And because you, because I, you know, you're my cousin, it's going to be harder on you than anyone else. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. I remember going into class and doing like 30 minutes of straight squats. Like that was the first thing we did. Like you want to warm up, you do squats, put your hands on the, on the ring and you squat down until we're done. Awesome leg power. I mean, I got so much power in my lower body. Um, Cucumber. <laughs> but uh, are you calling me a cucumber or are you ordering Subway? What are you doing? <laughs> um, uh, is that what you use in your prime? Never mind. God damn it. God damn it. Under. Oh, God. Ooh, I think you're going to go ooh, through a tunnel ooh. here in a minute. Um, <laughs> but, it's, but yeah, I mean, it, it's no joking into the business. And there are people that I talk to, even when I worked uh, with people today at the, uh, at the manufacturing plant that I work at, um, I'm able to keep up and keep moving, even though I'm a heavy set dude, I'm a smoker, I have asthma, but I can move, I can keep going with everybody. And they're like, they man, must how have you a not... bucket of wings sitting there for you at the end of the shift. We make pails. Guess what goes in them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're like, how do you keep moving? I mean, I mean, for a bigger guy, because there are other guys like me and they get tired out. I'm like, dude, honestly, I mean, I did wrestling and training back in the day, and the biggest thing they teach you is stamina and endurance and how to keep moving. I mean, like, in you're a big like, dude doesn't mean you can't have wind, brother. There's a lot of exactly. big guys out there that can go, man. So right, and that's how I explained it. I was like, "Oh, you did wrestling? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's all fake, isn't it?" I was like, "Oh my god, dude, not one bit." Um, well, I mean, if I may, if, if if I may cut in real quick, and yeah. Hunter, you'll probably you'll probably agree too. But there's a difference between being in shape and then and in and in ring shape. Sure. I mean, am I right? Yeah, there's sure. a, there's a difference because when I when I when I first started, I had no body fat on me whatsoever. And, you know, I can run 
as long as anybody can. But as soon as I got in that ring and I started running those ropes, I was blowing up within about 20 seconds. Yeah. Yep. You can run. You can run. You can run your life away on a treadmill. Doesn't mean you're in shape to get in that ring. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Adam, I'm going to let you go so I can talk to Hunter a little bit, but I do appreciate you calling back in. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Anything you want to say to Hunter before I hang up on you, though? Just for the hell of it? I still don't like you. <laughs> no, you don't have to. That's fine. That's fine. Fans bring the weapons match. You sure you want that? I don't think you really do. I, the question is if you really want that. I mean, I think you need to sleep on that one, buddy. Oh, I've slept on it. I, I thought about it long and hard. I mean, it's it's up to you if you want to get retired early. Oh, you're, you're not the first, nor the, will you be the last guy to try to try to do or say that to me. Right? Maybe try to steal an entire, uh, huh? God, come on at you, brother. Okay, uh, <laughs> Adam, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, Hunter, how you doing, sir? Not too bad, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. We're we're yeah. getting through. We're we're about two and a half hours into the uh the second Southland Championship Wrestling Roundtable. I think it's going pretty good. Had a chance to uh talk to some new people uh compared to last month. You know, James Creed, uh Adam Cage, uh Holiday. Uh you're coming back and I got to talk yeah, to these two for a little bit. On that one. That, I did throw up my mouth a little bit. So the Max Holiday conversation. I, I I like I said, man, I'll admit it. I marked out way too fucking much. But isn't that what wrestling's all about? Is to find Absolutely, that excitement. Dude. Right. You right, want to be doing right. it if you didn't love it or have your favorites, right? Right. You know, and yeah, it's a little weird being in my thirties, but I, realistically, like, hey, I think what, <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little older than that, so it's all good, right? And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, when, when I went on break after talking to Max, I was like, I was like, maybe I did mark out way too much, but I was like, I think I'm like, I don't think I'm that far off of Max Holiday's age. It's like I'm marking out to someone my own fucking age. It's and it's just, it's weird to think about, but at the same time, it's so cool because that's uh, all you, good, man. Yeah. Um, but hey, I finally got a chance to ask Max Holiday the question that was related to uh, the uh, the shot that you took on your kid. Do you have any response to what he said? <laughs> He's full of shit. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, you know what? I, when if my son is there and he's watching a show and he's involved as a fan, he has a right to say whatever he wants. Performer okay. has no reason whatsoever to go and lay his hands on anyone, regardless of who that person is. That's true. Did, uh, were you a little bothered at the fact that Travis C. entered the SCW uh, ring last month? Did, uh, did Did you feel like I was going to destroy the SCW ring? I hear uh, James Creed said earlier that uh, he thought I'd break it. I wasn't worried. <laughs> right. I mean, how cool, though, was it? Was right? Host of JFW in the middle of the SCW ring? That'd be long over Yeah, yeah long I think we should do it. Right, right. I mean, I'll take another shoulder tackle from you and die. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be up. We'll be up and running soon somewhere. I hope. Ken. I'm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I am sorry to hear about uh, Genesis. Uh, unfortunately, closing down. And uh, how is the search going for a new, uh, a new school home? It's going. Uh, reached out to a few places out here in Bourbon and Bradley, and just waiting to hear back. Um, but you know, this whole virus thing, dude. You know, just to get, you know, real for a second. It's like, yeah, people yeah. Get, are getting it and getting sick, but it's affecting people in much other ways as well, man. Small businesses yeah. is one of them, and Genesis is part of that. It was a sad day, bro. It's a real sad day for me. 
Yeah, when I uh, yeah when I saw the post on Facebook, like I, it, it was hard to like imagine that you know that it came to that point. Um, and I I wish the best to Genesis and all the employees and everything, and hopefully maybe down the road uh, because I mean they have because it's not just a home for SCW, but I mean they got a lot of uh, oh a like, lot of boxers, a lot of yeah. they, have, they have a handful of pro fighters fighting out of there, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. when this happens and you're not fighting and you know, people can't train. You have no, you have no, uh, you're not generating any revenue. So what are you going to do? How long can you really hang on? Yeah, no, absolutely. So hopefully, uh, hopefully maybe down the road, maybe Genesis could, uh, could, could start again, uh, maybe. Uh, but yeah, the biggest thing is I'm hoping that SCW, uh, school does find a home soon. So when everything opens up, you know, you get like the, uh, you know, the Creeds and Blaylocks and stuff like that back in there and just doing what they're doing. I know JPH right. spent a lot of time at the school. Um, we've seen the, um, we've seen a couple of uh, the up and comer guys, uh, Brent and Brody and, uh, was it too, too tough was, uh, here. He, he's starting in there. Two ton gun. Yeah. I, I guess he wants to give me a short tackle too. <laughs> he's a little bit bigger than I am, buddy. Let me tell you. I, I I hear I hear he's a big guy. I, I'm excited yeah, to meet him because he uh, he actually started up right after um, I started this job, so I never got a chance to meet him. But uh, we right. talked with Brody last month. Uh, he said he was coming back to school, obviously before you know it was closing up. But how how do you feel about the uh, the, the roster you have at the school and you know, the future of the uh, SCW roster? Uh, as oh, I, it's see? great. Wait till you wait till you see, you know, when we can start running shows with. Uh, SCW had in the store like mm-hmm. Jimmy Two Ton Gun is gonna be a huge personality, dude. He's he's probably pun, pun um, intended. <laughs> no, he's probably I'm gonna say he's probably near 400 pounds, and he's got a personality that's out of this world. You guys are gonna love this dude. Um, love I, I I'm excited. I mean, and there's a <clears throat> like when you sit there, and I I'm, I'm trying to remember if I go back into my independent like you know what I know, and you might know some of the guys that I may mention, but. Uh, cell block was a big guy. I think he was about six, seven, uh, north of 400 pounds. Uh, he wrestled a new breed wrestling alliance, I think a little bit, uh, and, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, but uh, they're based out of Grand Park. They had a lot of shows, but there was one guy, uh, he, I remember from LWF and I don't know if you remember anyone from LWF cause I don't, I don't know your history, uh, too much outside of Wendy. I know, I know a handful of guys from there. Do you remember a guy named charcoal? Really big dude. Charcoal, I do not. Okay. I remember him. He he almost reminded me of like Bam Bam Bigelow. But when I saw him for the first time, I was like seven years old. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't fat and huge and everything. I was a small little guy. And I remember this big dude, Charcoal, getting hit by, I want to say it was Supreme. I think he was wrestling Supreme. And um, he got super kicked over the railing and landed in my dad's lap. And my dad just freaked out and shoved them <laughs> off. But it, he was a big dude. I mean, he had to have been like, you know, like I said, like Bam Bam Bigler or Vader. Um, so those are the only two guys I could really think that were like big guys. You know, not like not like built like you or uh, even like Willie and stuff like that. Like back in like 08 with Willie the Bomb and Trauma. I mean, they're big guys too, but they're about 6'1", 6'2", right? I mean, they're not right. tall dudes. And was I right? Were you about, you're about 6'4", right? Yeah, 6'3". Okay, 6'3". So I mean, right like there. like I said, like cell block six seven, uh, charcoal. I'm not sure if it was maybe because I was small, but he looked like a big dude too. You don't have that in like independent wrestling so much around here, anyways. It's a lot of like the younger guys, like 
like a um, like a Jake Andrews or um, a Blaylock Creed. I mean, sometimes, like I said, there's you. You're probably the biggest guy in the region, and even being a six three. I mean, but uh, Jimmy, he's what? He's he's taller than you, isn't he? Jimmy, uh, he might be my height. Okay, he's about my height. Yeah, he's yeah, a former semi-pro ball player too. So, all right. So if he comes in and he's ready to go, I mean, who could you put up against him? You know, I mean, like he'd he'd run through everybody. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> you know, <he's>... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a new addition to elite painting be completely unstoppable. Hey, you never know, right? Never I mean, know. we did see what happened to your last uh, elite pain member, you guys. <laughs> but uh obviously central didn't make it back here to uh sit down and talk with us um but I'm i sure believe you've he's had... under the weather oh no that sucks yeah um but okay i'm sure you've had conversations with them and everything has there been any news uh pertaining to scw and uh maybe any like i don't you know obviously don't give away any secrets but is there anything you could tell us about what's going to happen once SCW's doors open? Is there any ideas? Well, here's the biggest thing. Um, It's hard to make plans going forward um, Mm -hmm. simply because people that are wrestling, people that were wrestling before this happened, are they going to want to continue to wrestle when this is over? Um, I think a lot of people are scared of it. A lot of people, you know, it's hard to fight. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to fight and battle something you can't see. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I know the second they give the go, I'll be there. But uh, you know, we got to see. We got to wait and see what happens, and see who's still willing to to get out there and wrestle. Like this year, even if they say, you know what, we're going to sit out the rest of this year. We'll see you next year. We have to make adjustments. You know, and yeah. that's going to be a lot for him to do. So. Um, it's, it's hard, it's hard to make any, any plans. It's hard to, uh, do anything right now when it's just so up in the air, bro. So up in the air. So you're saying this is probably the most stress that Sentinel has been under? Uh, probably. <laughs> so, you, probably. so you're saying he's going to get a lot worse. Uh, you think he came on Ravel last time you seen him? Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> uh, well, hey, you know, I mentioned it earlier, um, as far as um, heavyweight championships and even championships in general in SCW, um, you're one Genesis championship away from being a Triple Crown winner. Um, is there any thoughts to you wanting to maybe uh, go for the Genesis title to uh, kind of complete that trifecta? Uh, not at the moment. Right now I'm flying high as a tag team, brother. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but I mean, why not be doing a singles Doing a singles uh, thing right now isn't in my, in, in my future. Yeah, but you can always hold two belts, pull double duty every night. You can do it. You're under pain. That's a, that's, a, that's a hard thing to do with an old, for an old man like myself. Well, I'll tell you what. You can win that title, and if you want to hand it off to me, and I'll be Genesis <laughs> champion for a bit. I mean, who wouldn't love to see Travesty as the SCW Genesis champion? That would be a travesty for sure. Oh, God, how dare you. You spent it against me. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about tag teams and everything. Um, now we see uh, we see the modern day sharpshooters as an up and coming tag team. Current ARW Indiana, uh, current ARW tag team champions. Um, what other tag teams could you see maybe uh, bringing into SCW? Is there any from um, another company? There's that you would find interest in. There's a couple tag teams that uh, I know that Sentinel's been talking to about bringing in. Again, that was pre 
coronavirus and pre-COVID-19. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he's been in contact with anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, right now it's it's kind of hard and silly to make plans because is this thing going to get worse? Is it going to well, get better? Let's fancy it. We'll As fancy time goes it. on, we don't know. So right now they'll say yes, and, you know, he could start mm-hmm. uh, making plans. And then when the time comes, they're like, yeah, fuck this, I ain't going. Yeah, you know. we'll, we'll just we'll just go ahead and fancy book it right now. Let's say let's say uh, COVID nineteen never happened. Let's say SCW is having a show this at the end of this month. Um, is there a tag team you would love to see at the SCW show to take you on for the tag titles? I, like if I had to pick one, um, I love the Caribbeans from the uh, ARW. Um, I think they're a young talent that would be great. I'm a huge fan of the the uh, Super Beard Brothers. Uh, I saw them down in Powerhouse. Uh, they have great chemistry. Uh, Amy mentioned Red Flag Army. I remember them from DWA and Adam Cage. Uh, obviously, yeah. threw Bulletproof uh, into. I, mean, uh, I might be a little biased here when mm-hmm. I say this, but uh, you know, uh, I can't. You know, Johnny Wilds team. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Cobra and Just Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to get in there with those guys again. I know we wrestled them, I believe, in February. Uh, mm-hmm. I would also like. I wouldn't even call it a rematch because the only time I wrestled them was in a triple threat would be the sharpshooters. I think I owe those boys a little something. Well, yeah, I mean they they won the Indiana Tag Team Titles by by pinning you. So there's got yeah there's got to be a little retro, uh, retribution from there. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean not only because they're coming out of SCW camp, but those guys, man, mm-hmm. they're they're workhorses. And and like I said, uh, I do owe them a little something. So. You know, I'm going to say I would like to see Elite Payne come out of this thing going uh, head to head with uh, sharpshooters. Yeah. Now I know, uh, I know the SCW ARW, um, like so the personal side of the feud kind of seemed to like kind of fizzle out. But I mean, you still see like uh, uh, ARW guys like here and there. I mean, obviously we have a uh, Holiday who's around because he's champion. Uh, Hudson has uh, made an appearance um, quite often as well. So maybe down the road, you know, you see uh, ARW Tag Champions, uh, Sharpshooters taking on the uh, SCW Tag Champions of Elite Payne, maybe in a title versus title match. Uh, never know. I'm right? not against I mean, it. I'm definitely not right? against it. Right? I mean, either team, you know, I mean, representing uh, both brands would be something incredible to see. For sure. You know? and, and that's and you know, and that's, and that's a curious thing. And I, I, I'm not sure if I ever asked you this, but how would you um, – prepare to face you know high flyers or you know these quick moving guys like the sharpshooters as compared to preparing for like a max holiday match is there a difference uh, in the one thing for? i would have to do is work on my wind i mean yeah. i could probably not touch a weight a month before that match and still have my strength and throw those guys around the biggest thing would be just trying to keep up with them for sure yeah. those guys yeah. uh i don't i don't know that they do get tired i don't know that they do get winded Steve wanted me to ask, why did Marco attack Maverick and you did nothing? Well, what do you want me to do? I've been I've been a partner with Marco for twelve years, thirteen, fourteen years, right? If he's got an issue with uh, Maverick, between them, why did Terry help you win the title? Uh, hand it to you on a silver platter. You have to ask like, Terry that. I know. I feel like we asked these questions last month. Yeah, but you got to ask Terry that. I don't know why he did what he did. 
But Maverick was a part of it, yeah. Okay, um, James Creed actually was trying to call in. I would love to get his feedback on a tag team uh, match between you guys. If you want to go ahead and uh, try calling back, James, I will get you uh, on here talking to Hunter. Uh, Steve, I think they were answered, though. I mean, like, you know, like a lot of it was uh, was a decision of other people. Okay, let's uh, get James on here. Talk to uh, James Creed. James Creed. Hey, I don't know how well you guys can hear me. I'm driving right now. I can hear Does you. Does sound good? I what do you mean you're you? driving? You should be self-quarantining, pal. Oh, hey, I just had to go oh, pick my up God. my nephews. <laughs> okay. Well, you're breaking okay. the rule <laughs> by having me echo. Rule. So I'm going to hang so, up on you in about 30 seconds. I'm going to give you an opportunity to say something to Hunter about tag team matchup. Hunter about tag team matchup. Anytime, anywhere, you name it. Sharpshooters are always game. Huh. Wait, why is it I always what? hear Travis why anytime, anywhere from Travis these guys until I get my hands on them? Right. All right, James. Right. I'm, I can't. I can't do it. Right, the echo hanging up I on you. I can't do it. The echo hanging up on you. Uh, see echoes, man. I can't do echoes. That's awful. Mm. Felt like it's, he was in the tunnel. Right. Whirlwind. And that's the thing, like I love talking to people and I would love to have a longer conversation with them. I just can't deal with the echo because now I have to hear that on the uh on when I release this uh, on a podcast. Ugh. Um what about uh what about giving bulletproof a tag team title shot? <laughs> Thank God I wasn't eating anything, I wouldn't choke. <laughs> Who have they beaten? Will I give them a title shot? Sure, but have they earned it? I mean, I, I, I'm waiting I, for your answer. You're thinking way too long on this already. I think they, I think they never got the opportunity to earn a title shot, but I think you know I, how you earn a title shot by winning your matches. Winning agree, matters, bro. I agree with you 100. No, I agree with you 100. Uh, now, I mean, their win and loss record, you know, as I mean, maybe it's not great. Uh, I, I, I don't keep records. I don't keep scores and everything. Um, oh. But I do know, like, uh, uh, like I think they had more single matches than they've had. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the few matches they've won, mm-hmm. they've had a little help from their manager by kicking someone's face off. I could be wrong on that, though. That is true. But, yeah, I mean, you got to admit, I mean, it, it could make for a good match. I mean, I, I mean, both said last month, I mean, you guys have a, uh, have a history um, even pre-SCW, you know, back uh, before the company changed names and all that other stuff. I mean, who knows? Like, maybe maybe down the road, it wouldn't mind seeing, like, a fatal four-way tag team match, you know, with uh, Bulletproof, uh, Sharpshooters, Elite Pain, and uh, Johnny Wilde's tag team. I can't remember. What was Johnny Wilde's tag team's name? Do you remember? Was it the Strike Kings? I think I'm, – I'm trying to remember. I, I just re- I just remember – I remember their entrance. I remember their theme song. I remember their names, but for some reason, the tag team names uh, slip in my slip in my Almost mind. Positive striking, but I, yeah, you know, don't quote me on that. Right, I would I would love for Sentinel to make a fatal four way tag team elimination match uh, between you guys. I think that I think that would draw some decent money. Hey, not not to cut you off here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call someone out here. Yeah, uh, go ahead. She listens all the time. Amy, call in. I'm sure I'm sure Travis would love to talk to you. Yeah, Amy. She, she, it seems like she's a Steve super calls in all the good. time. Steve calls in all the time. Steve calls in all the time. Amy, you're more yeah, than welcome to call. I like in. to hear from fans. Actually, it's pretty cool. Right. I, I, and that's like you know, I, and I open it up to everyone, wrestlers and fans alike. You know, everyone's welcome to call in. Just don't be like James Creed and uh, do it on speaker. Keep headphones on. 
How do I not get an echo trap? I'm glad you asked. Headphones. You plug headphones into your phone, into your tablet, or, you know, go Bluetooth headphones. Headphones will prevent the echoing. The, uh, the only problem with the echo is just when your phone goes on speaker because then you're just hearing the show go on behind you. So if you have headphones, plug them in, call me, then uh, we could, uh, we could have more fans, more SCW fans. Now, Amy seems more of a DWA fan than anything. Yeah, she does. Yeah, hey, Amy's calling. That's okay. okay. Yeah, let, okay, let's see if this works. Let's see if we got it. Amy, do we have you without an echo? Hello, you guys. Yes, no hey. echo. Okay, Amy is here. <laughs> Just add headphones. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in, and I appreciate you oh, taking the time out to uh, listen. I know, I know it's hard for a lot of people to sit down and listen to uh, me talk for three hours. I know it's killing Hunter. That's brutal, dude. I ain't going to lie. Right? It's brutal. <laughs> Uh, but, but that's why they invented alcohol. How dare you? <laughs> Even this right here today. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, Amy, you've been here for the past uh, two and a half hours, and I think you actually sat through the four-hour episode we did last month. <laughs> I did. I miss you guys. I look forward to this stuff. I'm actually taking an early mom day today, so I'm just kind of relaxing. And yeah, ha uh, happy, uh, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming up tomorrow, so happy, it happy is. Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you. So, so uh, let me let me get your perspective as a fan of uh, pro wrestling. You know, um, how do you feel about uh, you know the opportunities that people are getting? I mean, we we've talked over the last couple hours. Uh, Adam Cage feels bulletproof isn't getting opportunities that they deserve. Do you feel that's true? Uh, no, they are given plenty of opportunities. It's what they choose to do with it. And when a tag team can't even cheat the right way, I mean, you know, Man, that's boom, if, nailed it. If if, if you yeah, like if you cheat, it's it's to win, and and clearly they missed that memo. So you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. Um, I do have a funny story though, really quick though. When we were at uh, the ten nineteen show, I am an indie fan all the way around. I am a little partial to DWA. Uh, ARW is my heart though. That was the very first show I ever went to. But I at the ten nineteen show. I was sitting in the front row. I had my DWA shirt on and uh, Jay and Backwoods were wrestling uh, Machine and B.O.W. and Max Holiday. And I was sitting in the front row and I was like, D.W.A., D.W.A. And I didn't know who Jay and Backwoods were going to be wrestling until Max and them came out representing ARW. And <laughs> Jay goes... Did you literally just in my face go D W A R W? I was like, I can't wear swag anymore. I was like, I'm so like, I, I, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I'll call myself out. I'm like, that did just happen. So yeah, I, I backed you know off the swag a little about, bit because I'm man, undecided all, right all the time. <laughs> I just have my favorites no matter what. And, you know, but I do. I love and miss you guys. Oh, this is brutal. All of <laughs> it's, it's thanks the same for doing this, Trev. It's the same on our end, too. Yeah, yeah, no, and that, and that's one of the reasons I want to do like these roundtables and stuff because it, it's hard, it's hard for independent wrestlers to really you know stay involved in their fans stuff if they're not using social media right. And I mean, you got you got the younger guys and everything like uh, Max Blaylock, James Creed. Uh, I mean, I can even throw Max Holiday in there. Uh, they're they're so current on uh, on their accounts and everything, posting videos and stuff like that. Uh, and James we appreciate Creed, that. As yeah. fans, that's all we got. And thanks for doing this, Trev. Really, 
because <laughs> we got to try to stay connected. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's one of the reasons, like you know. Oh yeah, no, it's not on mute. I can definitely hear you. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's one of the reasons, like when we started up Just Freaking Wrestling between me and Dizzle J, like we wanted to focus, you know, obviously on the worldwide uh, wrestling business with WWE, New Japan, uh, AEW, and stuff like that. But we still wanted to focus on the independent wrestling because I don't think independence really gets uh, the respect that it deserves. You know, I like agree. When, when people sit there and they look at like oh, baseball and stuff like that, you know, they think of Major League Baseball. They rarely think of AAA and AA and the minor. And that's what independent wrestling is. It's the minor leagues of WWE, AEW, and stuff. I mean, look at Melanie Cruz. You know, ARW Women's Champion. Now she's on AEW. But you know, you look at uh, Marche Rocky on TNA, and it's the cool things because. These are where people grow to become the next level stars that you can watch on TV, on pay-per-views, on the WD network, and so on and so forth. And that gets neglected way too much. So when me and uh, Jay were putting together this show, I was like, I want to get a hold of local independent wrestling companies, and I want to sit there and promote them along with everything else. Because I don't want to sit there and think of, like, here's AEW up here. Or here's WWE up here, and everyone else is down here because that's not how wrestling should be. It should be right across the middle. Everyone's equal to everybody. So when we met with Southland Championship Wrestling, and I wish I knew how we we got together there, because I just I can't remember how like we first contacted each other. But um, we went to the show, and the first person I believed I talked to was Keist, and then it was Hunter Payne. Um, because I think you, I mean, Hunter, you're out there, um, kind of, kind of talking a little bit with fans and everything. Um, not too much, but a little bit. Uh, so we had a chance to talk to you. We had a chance to talk to Keith and everything. You know, I try to keep in touch, Trav, with with as many people as possible. But um, mm -hmm. honestly, um, and again, it was a real sad day um, when Genesis closed down. My life has been turned upside down from that moment forward. Uh, yeah. I still got to clear the gym out. I'm going to be going there as soon as I hang up with you. You know, I got to go tear the ring down and get stuff out of there. Got to find somewhere to store it. Got to find a new place to, to train. You know, I'm not stopping on that. Um, yeah. It's what I love to do, you know. So, yeah. And it wasn't for my wife having my back, mm -hmm. sitting there holding me up because there's times, man, you know, you sometimes you just get in your own head and it gets to be pretty ugly, you know. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's like I think what some people kind of miss too is like you know like yeah I mean they're they're pro wrestlers but there's real people behind those pro wrestlers and stuff like that. Oh, um, my old lady deals with a lot, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. She but, deals uh, with a lot. Yeah, but that's what JFW is here for is to promote wrestling from from high to low and across the board, you know. And that's why you know we reached out to SCW, uh, ARW. Uh, we worked a little bit with Powerhouse on Pontiac. Uh, we tried to work with Northern Lights, but I just don't think they were there ready to work with us, which is totally fine. It's their decision, um, and we just want to promote independent wrestling as much as possible. And that's why uh, talking to uh, SCW, I want to develop that Southland Talk uh, Show one a month where it'd be like it'd be scw's uh like raw talk or talking smack the show after the pay-per-view kind of thing where right. we just sit down recap the event that happened bring on the wrestlers that uh that were at in and the we match need more people like steve and amy to call in yeah we i, I love talking to fans because I'm, I'm i will more often i was right. just really nervous i'm still nervous i don't know why but <laughs> I mean, I've been uh, doing podcasting for five <laughs> years, and I still get nervous doing this stuff. 
I sing karaoke when I'm kind of buzzed, but that's about it. <laughs> Got stage fright all the time. Well, you know, as a fellow fan, let me ask you: Did I mark out way too much to Max Holiday? Did I go overboard? I, I was actually grabbing coffee, and I missed that part, and I missed Max. I was hoping he still would have been on, but I'm going to tell you, I am older than most of you guys, and I still have my my mark out moments. <laughs> so no, I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you. I I was actually excited when I saw that he posted that he was going to be on. I was like, oh, cool. But yeah. I didn't get on right first this morning, but I got on as quick as I could. Yeah, and I and I, I felt bad. I mean, I, I think he feels like <laughs> and everything, and I do feel bad. They love it. They cool. love it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like I, I gave him the credit that he was due. He is the only three-time heavyweight champion. He's the champion of the Southland, not, and he's an ARW guy. I mean, you got to give that credit to him. For sure. And I, I have been going to SCW for a few years now. And I have to say, I have never seen anyone get the crowd going and as pissed off as Max does. And I absolutely love it because he's good as face. He's good as heel. But oh, my God, does he piss off the SCW fans? I love it. Because, like I said, ARW is my heart. That's uh, you the first show biased. I ever went That's to. All. That's okay, though. You're a little ah, Whatever, Hunter. Oh, my God. <laughs> your fans. Your fans. Oh, my God. Hey, we Holy have shit. some of the best on the planet. Passion. Don't deny it. I, I, no, I don't. Passionate. How about that? They are. They are. <laughs> and I, I love every one of them. I love every one of them. I love it. I love I, I think it's awesome. But, yeah, I, I'm the one that's going to get – <laughs> I'm the one like ARW. But hey, let's like, go. Let's go back and ask Doris how uh, when we were at ARW, him and his daughter, they they felt their lives were threatened. They, oh my they god! Got escorted out by fans. <laughs> no, at an ARW show, um, <laughs> one of the women that brings her son there, she had to stop him from going after. I want to say BOW with a chair. I think it was actually B.O.W. Yes, it was at a Southland show. He was choking me out with a chair, yes. Yeah, yes. and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it's good stuff, though. I love it. I <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, when you have to stop the show and watch the fans, like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I mean, obviously, I've wrestled all over. Uh, Southland fans, man, they, they got a great – <laughs> core base of fans and they are like i call them the crazy they do they're SCW crazy for sure. <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> yeah well i mean I'm, I'm excited for you to bring uh bring scw back when uh this whole thing passes Dude, the second um, they flip that switch we'll be there right right and i and i i think uh i actually mentioned it to you like you know i'm hoping like you know we get an opportunity to see you at that uh steam hollow i think that'd be a great show at what steam hollow Remember I was telling you about that brewery? Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, you Again, imagine? right now, all that stuff, Trav, it, it's, I know, talks, it, on, talks on everything like that. No one's mm-hmm. talking to anybody right now. They don't want to hear it. They're losing money. I mean. I'm a, I'm uh, a Mark you know, bro. I'm a Mark bro. I think I had. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. And I get it. You know, from a business perspective, it's something you can't think about. But you got to look at Travis seeing how he plans shit. You know, I just mark out to everything. <laughs> I, want the, I want the future to that's happen. That's why now. we love it, though. That's why we love it. Right. I, I that's that's why I said I, I bust your balls about it, but it's all good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you right. I, I know deep down you know I don't eat that much fucking chicken. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, okay, I do. I'm not going to lie. I got some in the oven right now. 
But the key is to keep all that sauce off it. <laughs> Just eat the chicken. No, no, I'm not going to lie. I saw some, and then I got an extra bowl of sauce to dip them in. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You know who I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Southland Championship Wrestling is by far my favorite uh, wrestling company to watch in the Midwest area. You know, and, and ARW is right there, too. They're both. Oh, I, I greatly appreciate that, man. We, our, our guys bust our ass. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that try to put on a great yeah, event. Yeah, and, and that's like, and, that, and the whole goal, you know, with JFW and, and with me and Jay is like trying to get to as many independent shows as possible. And it's just weird how, like, you know, like some shows fall on the same day and you got to sit there and pick your battles. And I'll always choose oh. SCU and ARW over other companies just because they're the ones that gave me more time than anyone else. And I, that's something I can never like repay, you know, other than just doing stuff like this, you know, and it just, it feels so small and I wish I could do more for you guys, but you know, it's, it's literally, this is what I could do. And I'm hoping it's enough for like the fans and the wrestlers and stuff to get this opportunity to talk. So. Hey dude, you gave that opportunity. I, I jumped on it. You know what I mean? Why would I not? Mm-hmm. See, I just want, I just want to put myself. You know on. what I mean? It's, it's greatly appreciated. <laughs> I tell you that all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. You are appreciated. Yep. I agree. Right. right, because Travis C is the best. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I bought myself a new hat. I don't know. I, I think I think uh, Dizzle J and uh, Dallas, you know, they they might be able to do a little bit better. But that's because they've never made thought. fun of you. That's why you like them. <laughs> um, some people are smarter than others. Oh, <laughs> Hey, I only do it when I'm away from you. When I'm, when I'm you this notice that? I'm, yeah, I yeah. noticed that. <laughs> I, I know it. I know what I do. On the keyboard, on the phone. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, crazy. But at least, at least Dizzle J was nice enough to get me a shirt, man. I do appreciate that. We got you the shirt. I, I, I'll, I'll fight that. That's not day. what he told me. Well, he lies. Oh, well, he's never <laughs> lied to me before. Well, I'll ask him when uh, I'll ask him when we record the uh, show later on this afternoon. Ask so him. much, so much wrestling going on today for me. I'm so excited about this. We got <laughs> um, hey, yeah, it's the one bright light we all us wrestling fans have, brother. Absolutely, you know? it's, it's gonna be one of. And like you know, even Adam Cage, he wants his own personalized JFW shirt. We're gonna do that, uh, Hunter. I no, still want to do that. Well, I'm gonna do one for you Thank too. God, you don't have to pre-order them. Ah, oh, God, yeah, right. <laughs> How dare you? Are you <laughs> sorry, down Cage? The line, down the line, James Creed wants one. I'm gonna make one for Creed too. Hunter Payne, James Creed, Adam Cage. I'm gonna make JFW shirts for you guys. Uh, but oh, like me I, too, me too. And Amy, shirts for everybody. Hunter, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I told Max Holiday, like somewhere down the road, I want to be able to sit down with Max Holiday and do a podcast about his career in the business. I want to do the same thing for uh, with you. And get a chance to do that. So that's something we're definitely going to have to work on. Because, you know, like like I told Steve earlier, like, you know, outside of Lunatic Wrestling Federation, uh, New Breed Wrestling Alliance, Southland Championship Wrestling, and ARW Pro, I don't know anything about the rest, about the independent history in this area. So it would be really cool to sit down and talk with you about the Windy City days and all that stuff in your career. So we're definitely going to do that. Anytime. Um, I, I might even be able to bring a few of the Windy City alum on. Yeah. This this is something that, that would be uh, amazing. Right? Oh, I, I'm still in contact with a lot of people. There's not a whole lot of people that like me, but the ones that do, <laughs> they'll do me the favor and they'll they'll, they'll hop on and talk to you. That's awesome. I'm I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna talk with Jay. I'm gonna talk with Daly. We're gonna get that all set up um, because I want I want to, I want to do that stuff because I know people love. 
the independent area. I mean, especially Chicago's independent uh, history. You know, I know there's so much there, and I want to get that story out. Oh, um, there is. Yeah. So we're getting we're getting to the end of the uh, show. I know I'm going to get a notification here shortly saying that. Amy. Up. Yes. I am glad you called in. Uh, thanks, Hunter. No yes. problem. I'm going to lean on you next time, too. I'm going to lean on you next time, too. Well, this was a little easier than I thought. So, See? yeah, I was worried about the echo, but yeah, I'll call in more often. I was appreciate no you guys yourself. Me on. You know, you probably <laughs> next to Doris, you're probably one of the most uh, well informed, you know, knowledgeable, independent fans out there. So, I know. appreciate that. I remember the first time I met you. Oh, my gosh. I think we were both just, both just as excited. You're like, I can't believe you're actually here. I see you advertising everybody else's show. I'm like, why? When I, I came with Angus and I was like, well, and that's when Braun was there too. I was with Angus and I'm like, well, as long as you book him, I'm, it's a package deal. So <laughs> that was, that was pretty Angus exciting. Is a good dude. Oh, he's one of the best, man. He's a good dude. So I appreciate you guys calling yeah. in. Uh, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, I'm going to close out the show and everything and call it a day. All right, bro. All right, thanks thanks lot, for having Trav. me on, Trev. Hey, no everyone, stay Thank safe you. out there. Wash your Bye, hands. You Don't touch your face. Be safe. I love all you guys. <laughs> love you guys, too. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. We are coming to the end of the show. We're going to hit that three-hour mark here shortly. I just want to remind you all, make sure uh, if you're a fan, if you're a wrestler, I mean, I'm sure you're following Southland Championship Wrestling on Facebook and social media. Make sure you are doing that. Uh, make sure you're following JFW, Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all you do is search JFW Podcast. And the show that you uh, are hearing, we're, uh, we are available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, also YouTube. Just search Just Freak Wrestling and get the video on uh, YouTube and get the audio on all the podcast uh, streams I mentioned. This will be happening every month uh, for Southland Championship Wrestling. We're going to get a chance to talk and get you guys on here to talk what you want to talk about. Um, I'm getting close to the end here. So, uh, Special thanks to Audible and Ball Washington sponsors of the show. Make sure you check out our merchandise at tpublic.tpublic.com. Search JFW. Pick up the merchandise. Help us out. If you haven't checked out our Patreon yet, patreon.com backslash JFW podcast. Signing up for the tiers. Help us out. And we can do a lot more for the show and just do a lot more for you guys too. Um, so that's all I got. It's time to ring the bell on this episode because I am Travis C. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Figure Wrestling.